Oh, oh, I don't have a little, I didn't think of a little thing to do before the intro. Um, it's time to slam and welcome to the jam. Come on, it's time for you. Or whatever she says. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> I'm just going to let that go. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Oh, speaking of, did you notice when you were listening to him, not to interrupt the singing part, but he yep. says door weird? Open I'm door. open door. Yeah, really like hits that R. The diphthong is strong uh, with hey, this one. R. Kelly, can you just, uh, I want to really hear that R on that one. <laughs> if you could just do another take with the R. Because we think you're R. Kelly and people will remember R. R. Kelly. <laughs> That's how he got his nickname. That's why he hit the R so hard. Right. Because that's his first name. R. <laughs> it's called marketing. Look it up. Reginald Kelly. No, I have no, I have no Roland. idea. Hello, everyone. Radagast Kelly. Hello, this is Your Inner Child is an Idiot, the podcast where we revisit things from your childhood and crush any lingering hopes that you might have had that they were any good. I'm Damon Xanthopoulos. I'm DJ Phillips. Hello, DJ. Hey. Nicely done, Damon. Thank you. It was a good I'm, intro. I'm surprised I didn't stumble over it. I get kind of Woody Allen-y, I feel like. <laughs> oh, I mean, uh, this is a pl- yeah, uh, podcast of some sort. Woody um, Allen-y in a stammering worst way. Worst Woody Allen ever. I just Allen want to ev- stress ever. in a stammering way, not in any other Woody Allen <laughs> ways. Alleged it's good to clarify otherwise. these days. Well, today, uh, uh, DJ, why don't you tell us uh, what, uh, what uh, piece of pop culture we'll be looking at from we our childhoods. viewed... In the 1996 motion picture, Space Jam. Space Jam, yeah. Featuring Michael Jordan, Bugs Bunny, and the rest of the Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Patricia Heaton of Everybody Loves Raymond. Right. And Dan Castellaneta of uh, he did The make, Simps. Yeah. I noticed he made a, a cameo in there. Mm-hmm. Lots of cameos. Actually. I don't know if it's a. Ca- I was. I was. Uh, I mean, I don't want to get too far off base already at the beginning, but yeah. I couldn't tell if I'm like, am I supposed to? I mean, I'm a giant nerd, so right. I know who Dan Castellaneta is. But is this supposed to be a thing, or is this just like character actor work for him? I bet it was just. Well, I don't know. Because Patricia Heaton at that time was no one. No, that's true. So it's like woman, man. Right. You're in. Go. Hey Dan, you need some work. I make a million dollars an episode, he probably said, in the future, because he didn't at that time. At that time. He was probably doing fine. The Sims is 1996. This movie, I will say one thing. This movie was a lot later than I realized, because I I guess I assumed because of, I was pretty connected to it when I was younger. I thought it came out earlier. You thought it was like the early 90s? Yeah. I realized, I mean, because of, and I always forget to associate with this movie, I believe I can fly, which we just talked about. Um, right, was around the time when I started getting into pop culture, pop music, because I went through a weird oldies phase that all kids do. Yeah. And uh, I did that also. I <laughs> still in it, kind right? Of. Yeah. Um. So I realized that 1996, 97 was about the "I believe I can fly" era. Yeah. Well, and it makes sense. Uh, okay, so I don't know if you like that. What was your connection to the movie? Let's let's start. Sure. There. Like, well, I mean, I guess I can't really talk about this movie without talking about another movie. Ooh. I won't say anything about whether one's better or not. <laughs> but I, as a kid, was a huge fan of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Like, oh, right. obsessed. Right. Because I like to draw. I still like. I still still do keep up the doodling. Keep yeah, up the doodling. You're a doodler. I um, 
I was obsessed with Roger Rabbit when I was a kid. The idea that I could live in a world where cartoons <laughs> walk amongst us right. was fascinating to me. So when this movie came out, I was like, okay, I'm into this. I'm not a sports person. Right. But it looks like it's pretty Looney Tunes heavy. Yeah. So I don't know if I did, was right in that assumption, but it was. How did Cool World rank in that hole? <laughs> I actually still haven't seen Cool World. It looked too sexy for my I don't, things. What? It's supposed to be a travesty. I don't. I mean, it doesn't fit into the purviews of our podcast, but it's right. supposed to be like a fucking train wreck. <laughs> I don't rem- I know I've seen it, but I don't remember it at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I definitely wasn't like into it as a kid but all right let's cancel space jam i want to talk about cool (laughs) a movie i have not seen let's just start a new podcast exclusively about cool world (laughs) each episode is a different element of the movie we'll be covering the first three minutes of cool world in the first episode (laughs) so uh i so that was my introduction what was your yeah well so i would have been you know something like 14 or something when this came out right you know we were like teenage young teenagers mid i mean i guess yeah i mean i i I guess year wise, I'm with you where I'm like, or I'm I'm not with you where I'm like, no, it seems like 1996, yeah. 97. But I feel like I was younger, right. like young enough to fall for it. Right. I so, mean, it, I'm not stating my opinion on this movie <laughs> yet. So I remember, okay, so I was never a big basketball specifically, but I was very, you know, young hetero boy. I was into sports and, you know, Michael Jordan is huge. Like he's a huge. Even I know who he is. Right. Yeah. He's, you on know. On sight. I don't even need like a little few right. little clues. <laughs> if you say just give me the team name, just give me the team name. Like, okay, I got it, Michael Jordan. If you in tra- in Trivial Pursuit, if someone's like name a basketball player, you would probably say Michael Jordan mm-hmm. if you grew up when we grew up. Well, actually, but, I probably like panic and like I think they're trying to get me to say Michael right, Jordan. Right. So I should think of some like Patrick Ewing. Yeah. Damn it, it was no, Michael Jordan. It was Michael Jordan the whole time. It usually is like seventy five percent of the time, mm-hmm. depending on which edition you play. <laughs> Right. Don't get one before he started. Well, yeah. Because you're not going to, it's not going to be the right answer. That'd be weird. Jerry West. <laughs> um, that's the guy in the logo, NBA logo, Jerry West. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um, that's one of those trivia things that always like comes by, <laughs> but I never, it never sticks in there. I'm like, whatever. We have now exhausted what I know about Jerry West. So also, so. Basketball player, logo, done. That's all I know. So you're sort of leaning. So. He, Michael Jordan, not Jerry West, yeah. loomed very large in sports. And I, I did watch baseball. So when they were like, Michael Jordan's going to play baseball, I was like, oh, really? And then he wasn't very good. And, and this, like, oh, really? this movie takes place in between like his first retirement and when he came back. And it actually... Came back to basketball. Came back to basketball, right. And he actually comes back to basketball... Due to the events of this movie, well, it's kind of it kind of does parallel it because I was reading I was reading in my really in depth research I was reading that he did come back like they mirrored his his comeback game like he played right. the magic or whatever so um, they he had must have just come back like that year in ninety six I think so it kind of went around real events there so like this is one of the, this is the time now granted he had just had his first retirement but like Michael Jordan was everywhere. He was on Wheaties boxes, and they make fun of it a little bit in the in the movie. Wayne Knight's character, Wayne Knight, who you may remember from uh, Seinfeld, Jurassic Park. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, um, <laughs> you didn't use the magic word. Uh, uh, uh. And he he at one point he's like, lace up your Nikes, 
We'll grab some McDonald's, a Big Mac on the I way. I did like that because that not cool. only does he make a joke about the endorsements, but if you also pay attention during that scene, uh, Michael Jordan is eating McDonald's. So they're making fun of the endorsements, but also uh, selling me McDonald's at the same time. <laughs> because Mission know, accomplished, Space Jam. As we know, one of the most highly tuned athletes of all time must have had McDonald's for every meal, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get and he's fuel. probably buying Hanes. Right. Probably one of the richest people in the world well, is buying Hanes. This is definitely a, a tangent, but if you've seen how Michael Jordan dressed <laughs> off the court. He dresses interestingly. Yeah. He has some interesting choices. But I feel like he probably has an interesting, um, I hate already the phrasing of this, body. <laughs> but he, I mean, the, his pant to shirt ratio is always off. Like I'll whenever tell you I what, see him I'm interested. In my- <laughs> How could you not be? Uh, whenever you see him in the modern, modern, not the ancient Hanes commercials, but the modern Hanes right. commercials, he's his shirt is like three inches long, and his yeah. pants are like up around his neck. His it's belt, a weird is just, waistline decisions. Yeah, there. yeah, it's very interesting. Um, so, and probably a lot of pleats still. Yeah, yeah. But I will tell you what, Jeans there is with pleats somehow. tags on his t-shirt. Right. Which, Too itchy. How is it possible it took us this long to get to that point? But anyway, um, so do you want T-shirt wanna... technology is moving at a snail's pace. Do you want to summarize the movie for us real quick? Yeah, I'll try and do a quick summary. Yeah. Um, so uh, MJ, I call him MJ. Right. Uh, Michael Jackson. Got it. He's on the farm team, the the Chicago Black Sox, White, White Sox. White Sox, right. <laughs> uh, farm team, the Jimmyville Jacks. I don't remember that. Barons. Barons. Oh, nicely done. Thank you. Um, but meanwhile, there is a amusement park, an alien amusement park. That, Moron Mountain. Uh, yes. They they uh, realize that attendance is low. It's it's almost like the Trade Federation in Star Wars. It kind of like, is, yeah. God, when are we getting to the <laughs> thing with the basketball? But there's an amusement park that wants uh, to, to kidnap the Looney Tunes and make them mm-hmm. slaves at their amusement park. Kind of oddly, like Six Flags <laughs> currently uses yeah. the Looney Tunes. Interesting. Um, but uh, wants to enslave them, and they send he sends some wee little aliens to enslave them. Yeah. And the Looney Tunes somehow finagle them to say, hey, you have to play a basketball game with us, or we're not going to do it. So the aliens... This is a lot already. I'm like even trying to breeze through it at a reasonable clip. They steal the talents of all the uh, biggest NBA stars, but here's the hitch: MJ. He's retired. He's, he's a going baseball to baseball, player. so they he's off their radar in a way. Yeah. So they steal Patrick Ewing and Muggsy Bogues and mm-hmm. others. Charles Barkley. That yep. was another one I recognized. Yep. Larry Johnson. Um, they steal their talents and then become super giant. Right now, remember. They were small. That's why they challenged him to a basketball game. Now they're big. What and did those like, knuckleheads oh get themselves into? And so then it's suddenly obvious that the Looney Tunes, surprisingly, don't know anything about basketball. <laughs> so they then uh, kidnap, like physically yeah. kidnap Michael Jordan against his consent, take him to the center of the earth. Where the Looney Tunes live in the ninth level of hell, I assume. I forgot about that. Um, And uh, they they uh, hire him to be their sort of player coach. Not so much hire as as kidnap as physical, like (laughs) almost like physician heal thyself. You're trying to you know get out of enslavement. You can't just kidnap a man (laughs) and force him to you know be your. 
coach. So anyway, then they have to play basketball against the uh, Johnny Cakes and, you know, save themselves from enslavement. Spoiler alert, they prevail. <laughs> that is true. Playing loosey-goosey <laughs> with the rules. Even the Harlem Globetrotters would be like, I don't know Guys, if we can Let's keep it above that. board here. I don't here. think we can use dynamite. <laughs> um, so yeah. that's, uh, they prevail, and then R. Kelly sings that he believes that he can fly. The slash I believe the I sky. I will say I believe I can fly comes in immediately. It's the they Oh Jesus, that first scene. Let's just get into the 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 chatter here. <laughs> that first <laughs> fucking scene. <laughs> like you're like here's my deal, the way I come to it. I yeah. don't give the only way I know Michael Jordan is selling me t shirts and Nikes and right. Big Macs. Uh so I'm like, I'm in there for the Looney Tunes and the animation real world crossover that's what i'm there for yeah god damn if it doesn't start (laughs) with a kid playing basketball in 19 was it 53 63 70 yeah i have no idea how old michael jordan is he's 200 years old (laughs) he's more machine than man he's um (laughs) second star wars He uh, is playing basketball. His uh, father comes out and is like, hey, you got to stop uh, shooting hoops, trying to get some sleep. And he's like, yeah. dad. And then he basically just goes over Michael Jordan's resume. Dad, do you think I'll play for North Carolina one day? <laughs> do you think I'll play for the Chicago Bills one day and then eventually retire and become a <laughs> spokesperson for McDonald's <laughs> and also become part of the White Sox farm team? And then return to basketball. <laughs> it was just like, oh my God, we get it. You're Michael Jordan already. Yeah. Um, and then it's like, and and it's fucking R. Kelly playing, just busting in right away, like over the credits. It's just like, don't inspire me already. I yeah. haven't. I have no reason to be inspired. It's definitely set up like a like a biopic from the very beginning. Like it just starts <laughs> like, oh, we're learning. We're going. We deep. are getting. Is there a test after the movie? Yeah. <laughs> no, the movie itself is a test. We immediately then... Again, not stating my opinion on the movie. <laughs> it seems to be coming clear. <laughs> I'm starting to think you're not as unbiased as you seem. Your your favorite part, the very intense uh, credit sequence. Over oh, yeah. It's t- there it is. <laughs> as in basketball. Quad City DJs. Uh, DJs, I said. DJs? To, to uh, clarify, not you. I mean right. these other people. DJs. Disc jockeys. Right. Uh, singing some sort of what have you. It's time to slam and also welcoming, welcoming us to right. to the jam. The aforementioned, the, the titular space jam. I'm Welcome assuming. to the jam where we may or may not slam. <laughs> I sound a lot, I sound a lot more sexual it's, than, it's, than yeah, the exactly. Yeah, it's Get it, it in the... So we're going to take it into overtime is another thing that was claimed. <laughs> which I'm like, maybe you should like make sure the points are higher than your opponents and then we won't have to go into overtime. <laughs> Don't start telling me it's so going to be a tight game. Now you're not upset at the song anymore. You just think overtime is BS at this point. I think it's stupid. <laughs> just give it. So it kind of is set up like a family drama too. Like okay, they, yeah. They're, they, they, there's some kid thing. They kid barely thing touch. Mean, meaning Michael Jordan's kids. Well, he has kids. Yeah. Kid <laughs> thing. Uh-huh. It's a kid human. And they're called children. Right. Well, he has children, but he also has uh, some sort of. I'm trying to remember. There's a, a very small subplot with his son is upset because his batting average went oh, down yeah. to like by six. subplot you mean maybe like three lines total, right? Yeah, <laughs> but it was kind of like I remember even watching it like 
this time being like, why did we just talk about that? Yeah. The kid comes home from a baseball game and he looks dejected. And Michael Jordan says, hey, son, number one, what's wrong? And he goes, nothing, dad. And then he walks inside. And then I'm supposed to become very concerned. The wife reveals that his... But he was upset that his batting average dropped like 20 points because kids he, love batting averages. So he's very much like his father. Kid? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like father, like son. So we finally get to the Looney Tunes. I love that this is the first time we're really talking about the Looney Tunes. It's just yeah, like, yeah. A lot of, and okay, well, like, I can get into that. No, go ahead. Just, just like, am I really supposed place. to believe? That Michael Jordan, the most famous basketball player in the world, and also the most famous spokesman for various <laughs> products in the world, lives in suburban Chicago, just like next to his neighbors, right up next to him. Like, come on. You, what do you think? He lives in just like a cloud over the city? or <laughs> Protecting the city's children. Um <laughs> I don't know, but he certainly doesn't live in, you know, that house. It was right. like Anna Green Gables house or something. <laughs> we had my first laugh. One of the few. Well, actually, no, Bill, because Bill, where did Bill Murray come in? Bill Murray makes an appearance in this movie. Highlight of my movie. My yeah, movie I mean, that experience. I mean, that helps. I mean, yeah. I was saying the other day that Bill Murray has pretty much just hacked the life code. And it's just like, I figured it out. <laughs> yeah. This is it. I'm just gonna do whatever the fuck I want. I do what I want. Um, yeah, I, Bill Murray was. Uh, I think they picked a sort of Seinfeldian trick here, which was like, we have a pretty weak actor. Right. Spoiler: Michael Jordan is not a very good actor. <laughs> right. And then, uh, so we're gonna surround him by fairly funny people like, like Bill Murray, Larry Bird. <laughs> I, well, La- La- Larry Bird and Bill Murray are pretty funny together. They did in a the good job. They, yeah. they shared. Uh, Bill Murray and Wayne Knight are. Got a few laughs out of me. Yeah. But sadly, uh, you know who didn't get many laughs out of me? Looney Tunes. Yeah, any of the Looney Tunes. I will say, I thought I thought Michael Jordan, given... The, okay, so he's not an actor. And he's definitely not an actor. Let me stress we're that. We're about to fight. Third, I think we're about to fight. Third time. Also not an actor. <laughs> I'm not giving him excuses. I'm just saying, don't expect much from, from him. But they did say, okay, let's take this person who's clearly not an actor, has a little bit of camera experience from McDonald's commercials. Yeah. And he knows his way of staring at a camera yeah. and delivering prepared lines. Let's put him next to nothing. <laughs> right, exactly. And act against exactly. it. Exactly. Like, uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit succeeded because you have Bob Hoskins, who's a very uh, trained theater actor. Powerhouse. Yeah. A lot of power in that. I don't know. I assume four foot five stocky man. See Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> if I could link hyperlink my words, it would just go to our episode on Super it's Mario. Coming Brothers. out blue and underlined from there. <laughs> um, but like that is a person who's been trained theatrically, which involves right. pantomime and stuff like that. Right. Bob Hoskins knows how to sell that he's talking to what is essentially not there. Right. Michael Jordan put it kindly, does not have that. <laughs> I will say, I thought his his best acting work was with his his fake family. Like, he, he was all right. Like Yeah, he was all right. When he was, like, being sassy to the wife, like, oh, it's your dog, or something like that. Like, right. He was all right. It I want to point uh, out, the dog's name, Charles Barkley. Oh, that's adorable. Bark. Bark. Barkley. Get it? Yeah. 
dogs bark, Damon. So <laughs> that's uh, at least in English, that's the onomatopoeic. So then we get uh, the, the we aliens come down. There's the whole alien thing, and then they uh, they come down and and uh, uh, they steal talent. That's how they decide to. It's really not clear until it's already done what they're doing, at least to me, because they were kind of like. I can't. I couldn't really understand when the when the aliens are little. I couldn't understand what they were saying because they're like. Yeah, they were very. They weren't very good voice actors. They weren't like the classic. Yeah. Looney Tunes voices. There was like a stoned one, and then and the rest, and that was like basically yeah. like ah, we'll figure this out later. Speaking of, while we're on the subject of voice acting, of this this is the first. Oh yeah. I remember this is the the first time that I remember at least experiencing the post Mel Blanc. Yeah, voices. I think uh, Roger Rabbit was Mel Blanc's last hurrah, really. because yeah, he died in 89, I'm pretty sure. And in my thorough research, supposedly his son was going to come on and oh. do the voices of all the male characters. Jerry Blank. But they... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, he... Uh... Contract dispute? Contract dispute. Thank you for filling in my... All that uh, Michael Jordan money was... Tied, Tied up. up. We yeah. can't really. Pay so they got up. Billy West of uh, Futurama, Futurama and Stimpy and yeah. what have you. Very talented voice actor. Nothing against him. They, sure. They did a good job, but just hearing, it's very surreal to hear, you know, something. Slightly. It's it's the Uncanny Valley, really. Yeah, exactly. It's the same thing that happened when Jim Henson died. You're like, yeah, that uh, sounds like someone doing a Jim Henson impression. Yay. It, I felt I felt the same. I felt I felt the same way about the animation, and part of it was probably due to like the live versus animated interaction. Yeah. But even in the purely animated sequences, it was like this looks weird. I I don't know. I got a feeling that this was. It was also like fifty years after the original, maybe. Not sure, not, not that's many, true. But <laughs> and they sort of. I I guess my my thing that I started picking up on was first off. I mean the history of this movie is that it started as a nike ad compa- campaign of really? course really yes okay I didn't so know the that. nike ad campaign campaign had uh, bugs bunny uh playing basketball with michael jordan right against some jerks who were running around on a court and disturbing his peace and quiet in his rabbit hole and i saw the commercial today i watched it and it was it was funny for a 30 second spot but i mean it's so fitting that you have roger rabbit which started as sort of a i feel like a it also, I mean, it was a pre-existing notion. There was a book based on Roger Rabbit, oh. or that that spurred on the idea of Roger Rabbit. But Peter it Cottontail. sort of became <laughs> right exactly. <laughs> um, it was actually Sunset Boulevard. And someone <laughs> said, "What about rabbits?" Um, it started as I feel like it started as a labor of love. Someone really liked that classic animation. Robert Zemeckis really liked right. that classic animation. This one, I feel like, was like, "Hey, uh, Warner Brothers wants to restart their Looney Tunes." Michael Jordan wants money. <laughs> Let's uh, make this happen. It seems like something that was invented in a marketing, you know, meeting. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, we've talked about the idea of something being toyetic before. It wasn't toyetic, but it was very merchant synergy. Merchandetic. Yeah. This actually, the the first title of this movie was Synergy: colon, The Movie, <laughs> starring Michael Jordan and others. Yeah, there was there's quite a bit of mark, and I remember. And I mean the the plot, I feel like doesn't. Oh, sorry. Well, I was just saying, I remember like have I had the you know like Bugs Bunny and Tasmanian Devil as bad oh, yeah. as bad boys or as whatever crisscross. Yeah, which was really weird in retrospect, but very you know, odd. I was into it. I was fat little teenager. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I was just like, does it come not- in Super XL? Then yes, <laughs> I will wear that over my body that I'm so ashamed of at this period in my life. 
we'll um, wear this to the pool, says Damon. Um, we got yeah. good. Oh, uh, well, the plot just seems like, ah, this is the, our first draft, and that's fine. <laughs> like, it doesn't really make sense, like, why they would challenge them to a basketball game when they know nothing about basketball. I guess because they're short, but then that's, they get big, yeah. and it's like... They have a little brainstorming session, and, and they're like, what, what can we do to you know, outwit these guys. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, well, they're really short. And they all kind of like think of the idea at the same time. We are taller than them. Let's play basketball, which, okay. You know, Looney Tunes logic. Sure. I guess we're talking about people that, you know, hit each other over the head with anvils every day. So, I mean, and there wasn't enough of that. I feel like it was like the Looney Tunes were almost an afterthought. It was just like, let's, let's focus on Michael Jordan's family drama. Right. And everyone should be saying, why? No one cares. <laughs> we did have, uh, when they were, uh, I can't remember what point I just wrote down, Daffy Duck fashion show. But I, that, <laughs> You that, said that was your, uh, when you, we were texting, we were watching the movie yeah. simultaneously, but at our respective homes. <laughs> yes. And uh, you were saying that that was your favorite part. I did. That was the first part that sort of made me laugh. And yeah. by laugh, I mean, ha! It wasn't, wasn't. You know, uproariously hilarious, but no, certainly I did. I did enjoy it, and I don't really remember what all he did in that, but I do remember it. Thinking da- Daffy Duck, uh, I also didn't understand the point of it. Like, I feel like, I mean, I know that it's it's illogical to pick on Looney Tunes, who are illogical by nature. Um, but like a lot of the sort of zany antics, I'm like, I don't even understand why we're doing this. Yeah, like the, there's a scene when they first uh, kidnap uh, Michael Jordan. Right. They uh, Bugs Bunny is the one who planned it, and he kidnaps Michael Jordan. Right. And uh, says, "Oh, is that really?" All the other Looney Tunes is like, "Is that really Michael Jordan?" And Daffy Duck comes out as a doctor, a doctor, I should point out, and then does an examination, that? and like, yeah, he did say doctor, and it's pretty funny. Pulls a. <laughs> A doctor's chair and throws him up in the air, throws him back down, then stamps his head with A-OK. And then the other Looney Tunes sort of give their like sort of, you know, Olympic judge cards like yeah, that 10, was 10, weird. 10. And I was yeah. like, I don't really get what we're sort of referencing here. Are we trying to check that he's actually Michael Jordan? Yeah. Yeah. It, I think it was just like, It was oh. like, let's be zany, but there was no like weight. I mean, now I sound like a pretentious jackass, but there was no weight to the zany. I'm like, what are we doing? Yeah. The, the only- it was like buying time. The 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 Olympic grading is the only part of that that I was like, what? <laughs> like, what are we? The rest doing? of it was just kind of I don't know. I didn't. I don't think I was as disappointed in that part as as you were. <laughs> I guess I wasn't disappointed. I was just like, I don't get what what's going on. I don't know on. what this means. I will say Daffy Duck, as with Plucky Duck, when we talked about Looney Tunes, mm-hmm. or, um, Tiny Tunes, um, self-referential. Um, <laughs> that was really Meta, hard. We've jumped the shark now. We're just talking about ourselves yeah. constantly. In episode two. Oh, do you remember that time back when we were talking about Tiny Tunes? As I don't with know Pluck, why we would have as with Plucky, as with Plucky Duck in in Tiny Tunes, Daffy Duck is a character where I'm. I never really liked him as a child. I never really got it. Uh-huh. I was like, no Bugs. But now I'm like, yeah, he's the funny one. Yeah, and Bugs is basically a straight man. Well, kind of dickish straight man. I mean, he's a pretty gay straight man. I well, mean, in the original cartoons, I'm like, yeah. wow, you're doing a lot of not speaking about gender his, bending. Not, not speaking <laughs> about this car- cartoon character sexual preference. I was doing this. a play on words. <laughs> Clever. Um, um, yeah. So Jaffy Duck's pretty funny. He was uh, all right. Of of the cartoon characters, he was the one that was kind of like, eh, I'll get a 
Don't get a titter out of me. But I did notice with Daffy Duck and Sylvester, um, a lot of spit humor because they yeah. spit a lot, which was not in the original. Like, that was just their voices in the original right. cartoons. And now I feel like they're like, ah, have them spit a lot. Yeah. When like, everybody's kind of like talking. flinching when they're yeah. talking near them. And yeah. Gross. I thought that was kind of funny, actually. Um, <laughs> and then, so then it's revealed like none of the, the characters can play basketball. Right. Um, and then you have to play Mike, the Monstars. Oh, you know the Dream Team? We're called the Mean Team. I can't believe they didn't say Scream Team. It seems obvious. Yeah. But was, yeah, Mean Team. Maybe mean Scream team. team is owned by someone else. Yeah, I, I was like, oh, he's going to say Scream Team. And then he said, me. I was like, oh, that I think I always even, remember that line as Scream Team. I edited it rhyme. in my brain. Yeah. <laughs> it's a near rhyme, Monstar. <laughs> then he just starts doing a weird poetry session. Then there's the the really weird CGs of turning Michael Jordan into a basketball. When the Monstars encounter Michael Jordan on the court, he's still wearing golf cleats also. Yeah, yeah. There's some weird things in there that I was like, wait, why? I had to like think about the golf cleats. I was like, why is he nailed to the floor? Because they pull off of a golf cart, and when he lands in the basketball court, his shoe... Like six to the wood, but I mean it's like three scenes removed from the golf course, so I had forgotten. Yeah, that, that like, whole and they don't really explain. It. He's like, I'm gonna need new shoes. I'm like, what? Wait, why? What? Oh, okay. Nikes, I guess. I guess I, I like I had to sit there and think for a minute. That whole subplot of he needs new oh, shoes, and, and then Daffy and Bugs go to his house, steal the shoes. It seemed like they needed like ten Time. extra minutes. They, yeah. And let me tell you, this is not even ninety minutes long. Yeah, it's, it's a short movie. It's a short movie, and that opening sequence is like, what, 20 minutes long? <laughs> <laughs> like, the credits last forever. Yeah, they really hobbitize this whole 30-second commercial. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like uh, why the reason that uh, so few SNL sketches really, really kind of expand to a movie. Some of them work out, but most of them are like... No, that was pretty much a that two, was that was it. A two and a half that minute idea. That was the idea. arc of the Spartan cheerleaders. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, this uh, it it does seem like it's dragging, and that's and then the other thing I was reading another someone uh, over at Grantland. I don't know if you read that website, but it's more uh, of a sports website. Yeah, um, they had a guy analyzing the actual basketball game in <laughs> oh, no. Space Jam, like the final but, one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, but he talked a little bit about. And, and I, this rang true for me. He talked about how none of the stakes make any sense. Like, when Michael Jordan is kidnapped, no one cares. Except yeah. for Wayne Knight's character, who has been specifically tasked with making sure Michael Jordan is happy. Yeah. Um, like, the kids, when they see Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck in their home. They are, n- they are not. Nonplussed. Yeah. They are Whatever. Not. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Oh, our dad who hasn't been home for hours? <laughs> yeah. He's got to play a basketball game with you? Yeah. Like, your dad's missing. Why is uh, Michael Jordan, one of the most famous, I can't stress it enough, one of the most famous people in the world, has gone missing, has been pulled into a golf hole? Well, there's the, uh, I mean, couple things here. Not to cover their tracks or anything, but (laughs) he's probably gone a lot already. Oh. Double sports. Yeah. Travels a lot, does a lot of commercial shoots. And supposedly infidelity. Mm. I wasn't going to touch on that. I was. I was going to touch on it. Had sex with Lola Bunny. New character <laughs> no! this movie. Cut scene. The, Cut scene. the graphic sex scene with Lola That was Bunny. another subplot. A lot of subplots in this. The, yeah. Uh, Bugs, Yeah, Lola. new character of Lola Bunny because um, when you want to appeal to 51% of the population, you want to make sure to add one. What? One woman into an entire cast. I, she does that kind of like '90s feminism that I love. That's like, it's like <laughs> as a put, straight man, you would love it. Well, it's it's just like it's like I'm a girl, and then everybody's like, oh, she's 
She's a Oh women, huh? Yeah, and she's like, Don't call me toots or whatever. Yeah. And then they're like, Oh, she's saucy, which is just another way of being misogynistic, right, really. Exactly. But uh but And then know. she wears a crop top and short shorts. Right, exactly. And s- sachets everywhere she it's goes. Super sexy bunny. Yeah. yeah. She looks a lot like bugs and drag. This actually. is that is true. <laughs> that is true. In fact, was it bugs and drag? We know he loves it. Oh. That would have been weird. A lot that would have been very little weird. Little self-romance mm-hmm. there. And also, I mean, it was the other thing that I hate where she's um, she's treated like crap by all the, the men. I mean, yeah. not crap, but I mean, they call her toots and babe and yeah. uh, various names and sort of poo-poo her whenever she says she wants to play basketball. They Although she's the chest. only... Oh, <laughs> They're so zany. Yeah. They just did a Cleveland steamer on Lola Bunny's <laughs> chest in the middle of space. Isn't that jam. wacky? All the all the parents the in the audience. Space jam will, is actually fecal matter. Oh, actually, God. in this. <laughs> I've oh, always I need a break on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wondered what that was. I like how I was trying to make a point about uh, how people treat women. <laughs> in a sexist manner and then immediately treat her in a sexist manner um but yeah so they you know they're very uh, sexist towards her and then of course she's the only good player on the right uh, team very, aside from michael jordan she's the only person player. who seems to understand the basic rules of basketball right. you think when they were concocting this plan zany as it is that yeah. they would have been like Oh, we don't know how to play that. Let's think of something else. Let's hit them on the head with sledgehammers, which we <laughs> right, always exactly. have on our person. Just blow normal. them up. Just that's <laughs> what you should have done. But she, they treat her horribly throughout the entire movie, and then through though there is no change on Bugs Bunny's end, she then you know kisses him, and uh, yeah. we are to assume they are a couple now. They're, so they're together. I guess what we learned is she learned not to be a, such a stuck-up bitch about it. <laughs> I guess is what I'm supposed to gather. My young daughter, who I took to see Space Jam, uh, should gather that. She can play basketball, but, you know, ease up on, you know, stating that you're an there. individual with your own agency. Apply that to your life. <laughs> Toots. Toots. Toots is, I mean, because it's so little used now, it's just, I had a little Kermit the Frog just then. I kind of like. But it's so ridiculous now. I kind of want to go around calling people Toots. Yeah, Men I, and I, women. Right. Hey, Toots. I don't think I've ever been. Maybe, maybe by a, a Have southern you been waitress. Called toots? Do people call men toots? I, don't I guess know. they can. Like hun. Yeah. Is hun. that the idea? Yeah, I think it's like that. I don't know if I've been called toots. Let's go to a Cracker Barrel right now and see if we get called toots. <laughs> Faux southern hospitality. <laughs> uh, what? I guess that's where all you the hear southern that. hospitality our marketing team came up with. <laughs> Um, my favorite thing about the about the final game. So all this to say, they ha- they have a big final game. That's the game that determines right. the fate. Uh, and then um, they put. I don't remember if it happens at halftime or if it's at the beginning, but they put more incentive on it. In that, my MJ says more incentive than being enslaved by an being alien enslaved race. for the rest of your life is that you. And Michael Jordan says you can take me to the alien world, even oh, though they right. didn't know who he was before this. Right, exactly. But. And so Danny It just DeVito's shows character. the high level of writing that they've been doing here. <laughs> Consistency. But before the game, they're in a little huddle. And, oh, I made a challah. That was a little <laughs> huddle. And huddle of coffee. Michael Jordan says, you know, guys, let's just go out there and have fun. Oh, that was my, I love that too. Because it's like, oh, yeah, you know what? I will be enslaved for the rest of my life. Not having any choices ever again. But you know what? 
I'm just it's having just a, a, it's just a game. I'm having a good time with my. It's like no. In this case, this is really important. <laughs> this is actually a thing, Michael. Yeah, maybe he know. Maybe he's kind of. That's playing. another example of just like ah, Michael Jordan got kidnapped. Ah, this right. game will determine your life forever. I think. You know what? I think it's Michael Jordan. Maybe it's Michael. Let's Jordan just toss game. the ball around. <laughs> Like a couple of bunch of guys, just like guys. One girl, and Dawson the and other a female rabbit. Um, I don't know what you call that. Oh, oh, there is a name for a female rabbit, but now I, is it a cow? I feel like rabbit is one of those ones cow. where it's like uh, we already have a thing called that. Like cow. you can't, you guys, you scientists, you got to do better. Um, taxonomists, is that what it is? Anyway, mm. um, maybe I maybe it was a little MJ game theory where he's just like, I need to tell these guys. They're in their heads, you know what I mean? Well, they gotta get out at, of their heads. At uh, halftime with the MJ special juice. Oh. Which is water. Well, actually, yeah, they, they tried to yeah. get a, do, do a little, uh, not reverse psychology, what is that? Just mind games, Fooling I guess, idiots. really. <laughs> yeah, so they're playing really poorly by halftime. The Monstars yeah. are up uh, by a thousand points or something. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, they need some pep in their step. Hustle, guys. Um, and uh, so uh, Bugs Bunny pretends that he fills a bottle with water and he says, oh, Michael Jordan, you mean your special juice that you take before yeah. each game? And Michael Jordan's like, huh? And then, and then they're like, then they have to explain it some more and then everyone buys into it. And they and then they, they come out and they play, play really well by cheating all over the place. Yeah, they start just uh, rides a scooter at one point. Wile E. Coyote blows someone up which is yeah. fine because the other team is also cheating horribly well that's true well i don't remember them doing that so i don't understand place. why yeah. they just didn't get a gun and shoot all the monsters in the head yeah that's an option well it wouldn't kill them so i guess that's true yeah, cartoon cartoons. logic yeah um yeah and then pepe Le Pew uses his stink to whatever that's legitimate that's fine i've seen i saw scotty pippen do that once <laughs> that's true yeah no okay um that was a he was a basketball player damon so I, I went with it. I used context clues to uh, to assume. There's a I'm weird. Like, He's not a senator, is he? Senator Scott. Well, he might be. Senator. The floor recognizes Senator Pippen. I'm not gonna mock that too hard because it could happen someday. I don't. Know. That's what. Yeah, just give it a. He'll get a few car dealerships, and then he's like, "I'm gonna run for senator." I'm doing this from uh, the state of which I am from. There's a weird Pulp Fiction reference in there with Elmer yeah, Fudd just thrown in there. Elmer Fudd and Yosemite Sam. They shoot out one of his teeth, one of the Monstar's teeth, and then yeah. it just plays Mizrulu, the yeah. Dick Dale, and then they're just in sunglasses and suits, and then it just cuts away. It's about and that's five another example long. of like, I don't know what that's why that rep. It's almost like the Family Guy school of referencing. Like, who cares what it's attached to? Just throw it in there. <laughs> This is a thing that happened in another thing. Hey, remember that thing that you also liked? I'm going to just copy it. Right. Does that work? My favorite thing about the ending is the instant nostalgia credits where you <laughs> just start showing black like and white scenes of- from movies that the movie you just saw. Like the end of a Golden Girls episode where they show the stills. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember when yeah. Blanche was yelling at Dorothy. Remember that from 30 and seconds like, ago? Oh, yeah. I remember when Michael Jordan was looking towards something. <laughs> they, Played to I Believe I Can Fly. Right. Again. Yeah. This soundtrack was ginormous. It was that is true. a really giant hit. And it's ridiculous when you listen to it and you're like, well, surely this will fail miserably. But no, it was. I believe there's also a Bugs Bunny rap. Bugs Bunny rapping. 
on the soundtrack. Really? And lyrics by Jay-Z. Really? Fact. Fact? I did not I did not Fact. know that. I didn't I know. I think he it's was, called Buggin'. Didn't know he was alive. His name's Bugs. 96. <laughs> Buggin'. That's pretty much it. Jay-Z was the... born from the sea in 1997 <laughs> on a clamshell. I have weird, all my uh, like uh, musical, especially pop and hip-hop, is kind of really jumbled up from whenever I stopped listening to popular music and I was like, everything new is terrible. Boom. I will only listen to classic Old man, rock. young man DJ. Yeah, it was, it was when I started playing guitar and I was like, uh, this I like this stuff better. So therefore, mm-hmm. anything that's not this... I don't like is obviously garbage, and it took me until I was, you know, eighteen or seventeen before I was like, "That's that's a dumb way to live." Yeah, and then again, so I discovered all this stuff that voice. came out in the last, you know, four years mm-hmm. that I, in the intervening four years, and I'm like, so I, I can't really reference. Maybe that's why '96 feels so late. Nebulous all this stuff. verdict. What do you think? I think this is a, just a piece of shit. <laughs> I really do like this. <laughs> I like especially because I've seen Roger Rabbit. I know you can do it. Right. If you put almost any amount of effort into it. Yeah. Like I feel like this was just lazy on almost all fronts. Like I feel like it was most of the work was done by the marketing team that came up with it on a Coke fueled bender. Like, <laughs> yeah, well I'll figure Coca-Cola it out. Coca-Cola fueled bender. Of course. I would never register trademark. I would never. Yeah, and Michael Jordan will also show that if you want him to. I I don't think my inner child was an idiot. I liked this fine. But it's so basketball heavy. It's so Michael Jordan family well, see, drama heavy. I, I think I have less of an aversion to that. Because mm-hmm. I, I was connected to, like, I liked Looney Tunes. Even but if, I also liked Michael Jordan and basketball. Even if Michael Jordan was an insurance salesman, and for some reason Bugs Bunny challenged the aliens to an insurance off, and they have to get <laughs> Michael Jordan. <laughs> the family drama just rings so shallow to me. The, Ameliorate. The first... <laughs> oh, I was trying to come up with an insurance-y word. But... Um... APR is that oh, an insurance thing? Sure, I, uh, know. I know it's an abbreviation. I can tell yeah, you that much. That is um, true. But the the father son thing at the very beginning when yeah. Michael's a kid and then his father son crap and then the 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 just it's just like oh fucking get to the cartoons already. It's weird because it wasn't it wasn't um, referencing this at all because it happened later. But you know his dad was murdered, and so like uh, oh right that actually kind of resonated for me even though. Like, I'd forgotten about that. Like later, I mean, it happened mm-hmm. after the movie, um, and that wasn't even his dad. It was an actor, but right. like still, like an actor I've seen in many that, a thing. I'm like, oh yeah, that guy. You know, like it's very easy to kind of like relate those, you know, real life things, and then your, you know, your father son things or whatever mm-hmm. to whatever's going on. So that actually kind of made me pretty sad <laughs> thinking about. And I know he played bas- baseball because, truthfully, because his dad was a be- baseball player and wanted uh-huh. him to be. Always thought he'd be a good baseball. I mean, I'm sure they had, I don't know, their history or anything like that. So there was some weight to that for me. Sure. And so even though it wasn't necessarily well acted or anything like that, I didn't, that didn't bother me as much because I was kind of like, oh, right, his dad. <laughs> you know? Well, I, then I'm going to say not only was my inner child an idiot, your inner child was an idiot. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, I think if you want to watch good live action with cartoons, either watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit or a bunch of old Frosted Flakes commercials. <laughs> That's what I would recommend. Tony the Tiger, he's playing basketball. See, he's playing with the kids. Yeah. No, don't. Do I'd that. hate to say it because it's, it is a tight 
hour and 20 minutes already. Yeah. But I actually, I think this could have been edited down instead of puffed up. You know, if it was like or an least, hour special or something, it would have done a lot better. I feel like I the, the Looney Tunes were very plot heavy. They had a lot of yeah. plot lifting to do Exposition. instead of like actually being zany, zany and funny. It's always kind of weird because when all the Looney Tunes are together for me because they're all kind of disparate characters like in their own cartoons like, i did think about that i was i was um i was struck by like them referring to themselves as looney tunes right which is something that i mean they all just sort of i mean of course they crossed over into each other's cartoons but there was never this idea that we are a category known yeah. as looney tunes they have a, a union meaning which just i mean just kept reminding me that this was a marketing synergy movie <laughs> Like, uh, you know, what are they fucking called? The the, the uh, Looney Tunes. Get them in here. Yeah. Like, you and me and our friends, we call our, our friends the Brat Pack. Right, exactly. Two. Well, we I call ourselves the Zany Gang. Oh, that's... I made these t-shirts. Do yeah, you want one? That's a good one. Yeah, can we sell those? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this is... I don't... I don't... I didn't like this thing. If you had a... I'm going to say... Uh, if it comes up for free somewhere... If it comes up on the uh, on the uh, cable tubes or uh, something like that, go ahead, go ahead, watch it. I guess so, just to remind yourself, like, oh, I shouldn't be watching this. <laughs> I should go spend time with my children, make love to your wife. Don't do the, either of those things. Just <laughs> just watch, watch TV. this show. Um, once he, oh, I forgot to mention, Bill Murray does come in at the end. Oh of the yeah, movie, and and I really, I would totally watch if they made. A three-hour-long Daffy Duck, Bill Murray movie. Yeah, I would watch. Bill the Murray is shit out the of MVP that. of this movie, and I think Wayne Knight uh, holds his own. Pretty yeah, he well. did a good job. Uh, and that was the other weird thing. Like, I mean, I mean, not to keep harping on this, but the, and not to keep like going back to another part of the sh of our own show that should have already been concluded. But the sloppiness <laughs> of the screenwriting here, we have this whole. What I felt like was a whole story for Wayne Knight's character. Yeah. Wayne Knight is like a PR Publicist, person. Yeah. Like, Hired to just make sure that hired by the the farm team to make sure that Michael Jordan's happy, and that's why he's the only person who is devastated <laughs> when the most famous basketball player on earth right. is kidnapped by cartoons. Um, and then he starts to get invested in this basketball game, and he's like, "I want to play, I want to play." Michael, put me in, put me in. And Michael right. keeps not putting him in the game, and in the last half, the last few seconds of the game, he finally puts Wayne Knight in, and I think it's going to be this like. Wayne Knight's going to score the winning right. shot or whatever. And then he gets like flattened almost immediately. He's, like catches fire. And then something. Bill Murray yeah. walks in and is very funny. But I'm like, yeah. I thought we had this story going with <laughs> Wayne Knight. But it's just like this almost, I would, if if I were to give the movie credit, I would say it's almost Dadaist. But I wouldn't even say, it just seems like laziness. Like it's almost like there's a German director saying, all your dreams are nonsense. <laughs> Nothing will come through for you, much like Newman in this movie. But instead, it's just like, ah, we decided we, Bill Murray had another day on set, so we decided to bring him in. I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is one of the few times that Space Jam has been called Dadaist. <laughs> it may have happened somewhere, but rarely. That's our show. You don't read the same art history books that I, I guess. I guess I don't. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, if you think we're terribly wrong, we think we're idiots now. Adult idiots are outer adult idiots. Anyway, outer, you can email outer us. Outer adult. I don't know. No, it was solid. Making a reference. Actually, I'm just kidding. It wasn't solid. Your inner child is an idiot at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. You can follow us. Uh, oh, so many things now to yeah. list. You can follow us on Twitter at Yicky A. 
Y I C I A I. I was saying it like Asiai Berry. Yeah, Um You can follow us on uh, like us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's Facebook.com slash Your Inner Child is an Idiot. You can find us on Probably iTunes. Just do a search. Search for way. us. Yeah, maybe nobody types these things. Don't in type anymore. in our Facebook URL. Just search for us on on the thing. You can find Damon on Twitter. I yeah I at Damon Xanth X A N T H. You can find. Oh, stepping on my junk. You can also find my cartoon online, DrewfordComic.com. That's right. It's very funny. DJ, you're also on Twitter. It's true. Reverse the table. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, At DJ Phillips. And you can find my music at DJPhillips.com. Request something else. Tell us what else we should watch. Tell us why we're wrong. Tell us why we're right. Tell Mm -hmm. us your experiences. Tell us. uh, Yeah relevant experiences don't just write us don't just, we don't want to be friends i'm busy i've got like a day job i've got my Super, own problems to work out yeah i gotta go I'm to the sorry grocery that thing later happened with your dad <laughs> but i just can't respond to every email you send <laughs> thanks for joining us we'll see you next time thank you bye Welcome. <laughs> this is Your Inner Child is an Idiot, the podcast where we revisit things from your childhood and crush any lingering hopes you, you might said, have. You said things weird. Did I? You said things. Right, like a, like a chainsaw. We'll try that again. Leave it. Why don't We're you, you want to say it? Oh, I've never done it before. Yeah. Hold on. Hello. That's, I just keep it here because I will literally forget it, even though I say it every time. Hello. Oh, I've already screwed it up. <laughs> Welcome to the captain's chair. How does it feel? You know, I'll never, I'll never doubt you again.